listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you begin when you're learning to believe again? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I hope you have had a wonderful week. This week, I have just been feeling this pressing from the Lord that I want to share with you. Really, it's a prophetic word, kind of a word of wisdom, but the Lord has been speaking to me about this for a while, and I just keep getting it confirmed over and over and over again. So there are a lot of people in the body of Christ that have been fighting hard battles, long, hard battles. And so many people are at a point where they just feel like they've done everything they know to do. They have fought in all the ways they know to fight. They're still standing. They're still fighting. But they're also weary. And they're needing to rest and struggling even with that. Because there's been such a pressing. Now I want to encourage you first that pressing that comes that heavy generally comes because a breakthrough is right on the horizon. But it's about pushing through those last pieces. It's just like birthing a baby. Sometimes we birth promises and we birth intercession prayers. We birth what God promised us he would do in a situation. And just like with a natural birth, there is a labor to it. And parts of the labor aren't as difficult, but then it gets really intense at the end. There's transition, which is super intense with all sorts of intense contractions and then pushing. And in that, you're still having contractions and yet you're also pushing to push this baby out. And sometimes people get tired. It can be exhausting. It can be hard. Maybe you have had a difficult birth season with promises and prayers that you are birthing. But I just felt this about two weeks ago now. I was feeling that a bit, not not just in the atmosphere, but in some things that the Lord has had me walking in and standing on. I was feeling the pressing from all sides, and I was reminded of a song that is based off of a Bible verse, and it became my theme song for the whole week, and it still is echoing in my heart. So I'm going to share the Bible verse that that is from. It is from Zechariah 4.6, and it says, I asked the angel who talked with me, What are these, my lord? He answered, Do you not know what these are? No, my lord, I replied. So he said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. What are you, O mighty mountain? So, when we pray... When we press, when the breakthrough comes, it is not by our power. It is not by our might. It is by the Spirit of God that it is done. And many people have been pressing and pushing and praying and believing for the promise. But it's been so hard to rest. It has been hard to find that place of rest even in the pressing. But God says... It's not by might, it is not by power, it is by my spirit, says the Lord God Almighty. So, it's not in our striving, it is in 
our surrender to God that those things come to pass? Do we partner with the Lord? Absolutely. Do we pray? Absolutely. And I had already been feeling this a bit, and I went to a service, a church service that Ryan Lestrange did a few weeks ago, and he was talking specifically about how sometimes we get so enwrapped in what we need to do to host the Spirit of God or what we need to do to pray into this thing that we forget that what we need to do first and foremost is to be in the presence of the Lord, in the shadow of the Almighty, because it is by His power, not ours, that it is done. Does that mean that praying and pressing is bad? Absolutely not. But even in the praying and pressing, we need to remain so close to the Lord that we know it's by His power and might, so that even in the praying and pressing, we find rest in Him. Because it is not by power, nor by might, but by His Spirit. The other thing that has been really on me for a while now, as far as from the Lord that I need to share, just sort of this heavy sense on me, is that communion is extremely important in this season. Now, the Lord had already been talking to me about communion, But he made it very clear to me at the end of last year that it was by communion that the enemy would be defeated because it's the blood of Jesus Christ that destroys the enemy. In Matthew 26, 17 to 30, we see the Last Supper where Jesus was sitting with the disciples. And in verses 26 to 29, it says, While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink it. Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And in some other translations and different verses where it talks about the same moment with Jesus, he says, do this to remember me. And he's saying to remember what I've done. This is for the forgiveness of sins. This defeats the enemy. We remember what he's done because we have to remember the victory that we have in Christ. That when we take communion, we are partaking in the victory of Christ. We are taking into our bodies his body for strength. We are putting upon us and our loved ones and our prayer requests the blood of Jesus Christ, which wipes out all sin and destroys the enemy. It is not by power. It is not by might. It is by his spirit. And it is by the blood of Jesus Christ that we are saved and that the enemy is destroyed. So God spoke to me last year and he said, use my blood. It is my blood that destroys the enemy. So there has been this extra weight on communion recently. And I felt like I was supposed to release that word to you to remind you that it is not by your power and it is not by might. It is by the spirit of God that it is done. So as you feel weary, press into the Lord. Press into his presence and let him fill you. It is in that surrender to him when you feel pressed on all sides and all you can squeak out 
in prayer is tears, that God shows up in his might. Even when we stand and we fight with power and strength and energy, even then when we get breakthrough, it is still by God's spirit. We have no power outside of God. So instead of being so concerned with what you have to do, make your first and foremost priority getting in the presence of God and pressing into his presence because it's in his presence and by his spirit that those things break through. And take the time to focus on what Jesus Christ has already done on the cross. He gave his body. He poured out his blood to defeat the enemy for us. And he did it on the cross. He did it to save us and to forgive our sins. And he did it on the cross. He did it to redeem us. And he did it on the cross. So as you war this week, war from a place of surrender and rest, where you press into the presence of God and you rest on his holy communion, that as you partake, you come into perfect communion with the Lord. And in his presence, his spirit works through you and for you. In his presence, miracles happen. So I'd already been feeling this. And on Saturday this weekend, this last weekend, I went to a Sean Foyt event here in Nashville. And Sean Foyt has been a fighter for a long time. You know, he goes against the establishment. He fights. He fights in prayer. He sometimes fights back with words, but, you know, godly words. But... He said at this event that the Lord told him that in this season, he was not going to win the way he has won in the past with fighting as hard as he has or with this overt fight. He was going to win it on his knees with communion, in prayer and in communion with the Lord. And he said that and he had us all take communion together. And as he said it, it confirmed what the Lord has already been speaking to me and I felt power and weight in it. But I also knew that there is a significance now to the body of Christ taking communion together. And it doesn't have to be at exactly the same time, but us intentionally taking communion. You know, the Lord told me last year a word that I've released on the podcast previously that he had issued a command to the enemy to let his people go and that his command would be done because the command of the Lord must be followed. And even if there were stubborn enemies like Pharaoh, he would deal with our stubborn enemies just as he had dealt with Pharaoh. And he made sure that his promise to his people of freedom was secured. Well, Then I started seeing that people in the body of Christ were having partial breakthroughs, but not the full breakthrough. And it was causing discouragement. And he was like, no, I will not be mocked. And God told me, remember, the Israelites' freedom wasn't secured at Passover when the Egyptians initially let them go. The Egyptians pursued after that. The Israelites' freedom wasn't secured at Passover when the Egyptians initially let them go. It was secured after that because the Egyptians changed their mind and pursued God's people yet again. They were so stubborn and hard-hearted. But God said the Israelites' freedom was secured at the Red Sea. And he just reminded me of that. You know, there might have been some breakthrough, just like Passover was a breakthrough for the Israelites, but their freedom wasn't secured at Passover. It was secured at the Red Sea. And I have to tell you that 
I believe that the Red Sea that God's speaking of is the blood of Jesus Christ. It's communion. Because the Red Sea, back in the Old Testament, when the Israelites were freed, was foreshadowing what God was going to do with the blood of Jesus Christ. It wasn't a coincidence that that happened at the Red Sea, that his people were set free and that the enemy was destroyed at the Red Sea and that the enemy was literally drowned and washed away by the Red Sea. It was foreshadowing what Jesus was going to do. It was actually prophesying to the future of what Jesus was going to do because Jesus's blood swallowed up the enemy for us and destroyed the enemy and set us free. That's why Jesus Christ came to set us free and to redeem us and save us, which is exactly what happened at the Red Sea. So as we partake in communion, we remember what Jesus has done for us and we grab hold of that power, the power of the Red Sea that destroys the enemy once and for all. So I hope that encouraged you today and I just want to finish by saying that I encourage you to start taking communion even daily. And whatever it is that you are facing right now, that you are fighting against, that you feel pressed by, that you are standing on a promise for, know that as you press into God's presence, that is where the great strength and victory lies. Not in your power or might, but by His Spirit. And in that place of surrender and being in God's presence. Take communion and remember what Jesus has done and partake in the power of the cross by his shed blood, the Red Sea that defeats our enemies. Breakthrough is coming, my friends, and I hope that you have a wonderful week. I will talk to you next week. Oh